much finer vodka. tell people you know i know you you know we family every time i bring somebody up here they think i'm full of shit but they don't know who i know yes sir as simple as that you're worldwide my brother you're how you're, you doing you're, man you're how you genre. been during this covid tank man you know what's crazy is that during the first uh during the first lockdown you know i discovered that you know that we as a family especially in my house we weren't covid proof a lot of the things that i needed in order to, you know, survive and maintain my daily lifestyle, I didn't have, you know what I mean? So, you know, it was important to me to build this studio. It was important to me to build myself a gym. It was important to me, enough to me to, uh, you know what's crazy too? What 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 the pandemic showed me? His, and I'm gonna go off subject, but I'm gonna, we, we'll come back. You know what it yeah. showed me? It showed me how much my wife does to run this household. That's so bro. real, man. Bro. That's so real. And especially the beginning of the COVID, my wife was cooking three, four meals a day, man. We bro. had her slaving over there. One day she just went crazy on me. One day she just, <laughs> no, I swear to God, when, you know when they say every now and then they go crazy, like the COVID, the quarantine? Absolutely. She walked in with like a radio, like the radio, the beach radio, and me and my daughter was watching some Netflix and she was blasting that shit. You know, playing her music, and we was like, "Oh, uh, mom, we're watching the movie." She kept blasting that shit. Yo, she was like over the top, trying to start with us, cause she had it. She had it with the COVID, with the quarantine. And yo, yes, yes, so we I've are been, very I've, blessed. I've, I've learned to be more of a help. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. and and not because because listen, we all have roles to play, right? And so mm -hmm. we try to separate, we try to draw that line in the sand. This is what I do. This is what you do. But if you're capable of more, do more. I'm, mm. I'm capable of doing more. I'm capable of doing my mm. part, but also helping my wife with hers, right? And so mm. as, I, as I help alleviate that stress for her, 
she then becomes more for me. She has more left over for me. Cause I need, I need. Yo, Tech, is you writing a fucking song right now? Or you doing the fat joke, big show? Yo, you so full of shit right now, Tech. Yo, I'm like, serious. La 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 la. Yo, Tech, that's a hit record. Another one. Let me tell you something, Yo, Tech. You was with your wife for 17 years, then you tied the knot. What was it? What? What? Cause I feel like people who never get married just mm -hmm. never get married. But after 17 years, you said, I'm going to get married. Why did you tie the knot? Okay, so let me, let, me, let me break it down. So I met her on my video shoot in 2000 for my first video, right? <laughs> Fresh in L.A. And she walks in, and I'm like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? She blew your mind like, like, like Vanessa uh, and uh, Kobe. Man, you know, I met her at the video shoot. Kobe Bryant met her. Uh, Vanessa Bryan at the video shoot. Again, you seen her in the video shoot. Seen and her. you said, holy wow. Christ. So we became friends. Um, I was I had a situation then. Um, um, she had a situation as well. Uh, we became friends, just good friends. And um, we would kind of stay in contact, hang out from time to time. And um, we finally got into a relationship in about 2004. Mm. We got into a relationship about 2004. Lasted a couple years. Um, we went through some shit. We broke up. On the edge of our breakup, you know, I say, well, I mean, I can't miss out on it all. You know what I'm saying? The sex is great. You know, we should still take advantage of that. Um, we end up having a baby. So we have a baby, but we're still broken up. I move on to another relationship for like five, six years. She moves on to another relationship for like five, six years doing her own thing. What we went through was so traumatic. I had vowed, I, like let alone be in love, I'll never kiss this woman again. I'll never hug this woman again. Like for all intents and purposes, I hate this woman. But we have mm -hmm. a baby together. We're gonna, that's fine. We're gonna work this part out. After my breakup, my long relationship that I had, I don't know how, I don't know why, just all of a sudden, out of the blue, she and I just started talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, you know, it was a heartbreak for me. So if she was the person that I actually confided in, was confiding in about my heartbreak. And, you know, the confiding turned into the movie. That's some R&B shit for real, hey, the, 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 the The movies turned into... Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Netflix turned into chill, you know what I'm saying? And then Woo! before you know it, I'm like, am I in love with this woman again? Ah! We was back. Ah! Was she thinking the same thing? Oh, no, listen, she had been planning this. Oh, you she had been saying, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to get you. You're going to be my man again, my husband. You're going to. And I kept denying, I ain't going to be nothing to you. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Once you break up and you move on with other relationships, I almost think it's impossible to come back. But it has happened a million times. It has times. happened. It, and we, no, it has happened a million times. But I, I think, you know, the guy in us, you know, the macho say, nah, we ain't fucking with that. But then it can happen. That's exactly what it was because, because, Here's, here's the thing about us, right? And we got to be honest about us. 
when it comes to that, the relationship part, part, part of it, we real suckers for real. We are. Mm. Like, we not, we not built like we act like we built when we out in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can mm. shoulder the load, you know what I'm saying, and handle anything that come our way. Right, so what do you mean, you mean like I'm most gonna, men I'm tell you. like if, yeah, I'm, yeah break I'm it down, you. okay? Watch this, because, because let's just think about how most men operate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, behind closed doors, you know what I'm saying? In the confines oh. of just the homies, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really talks about that, you know what I'm saying? And if, if these women can hear the type of shit these guys is talking, Come on, man. I've always wondered what the fuck they talk about. Because <laughs> we get in there, yeah, you know that. I mean, it takes 30 seconds for a stranger, a man you just met. Yo, take what up? This is my man, Giorgio. That door closed. Yeah. And guys yeah. get to talking so much yes. shit. Reckless. And I, and, 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 you know, I mean, anybody. Chinese, right. white, yeah. green, Any, yeah, yeah, yeah. brown. They just go. And I'm not, I'm not saying... Sometimes I try to analyze women. I say, they got to be talking some shit we don't know about. They are, right? But here's the imbalance, right? If we really do the math on the things we've done versus their one thing that they do. Yeah. And how we react, how we ready to cut the tie and cut the rope, but they hold on in mm. spite of how dirty we can be. Mm. We're not built for it. We're not built for that emotional roller coaster of saying, you know what? I forgive you. And mm. and 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 I hope that I hope that it, it I hope that some of me didn't push you into a space to where you had to do what you did. Let's mm. move on and get better. Because women are built like that. Women are built to say, you know what? I still love you. You know what I mean? Let's figure this out and let's move. Men. You, 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 we catch one, we catch half a violation. If we yeah, catch we don't want to think about our girls getting doggy style or <laughs> some wild shit. Like, once you get into and don't let you see the motherfucking, he cocked these six back, hey. uh, you know, looking like my man from all, uh, what's my man from Stella got the groove back and shit. You know, you go uh, to Jamaica, they got the statues where the penis is a mile long. You don't oh, even yeah, want to yeah. imagine that guy Dexter from Stella got job. the groove at <laughs> took your girl. Like, this is some bullshit for real. And, and, and so that's why I said we're not, we're not built, we're not equipped. Women are equipped to handle so much more pressure. You know what I mean? And so we got we to gotta be able to respect that And so, and so Tank, I tell my friends, I got like one or two friends that I love, 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 love. And they're really, 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 really in love with their girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, it, and if I, we just joking, the opposite side of it, my man would be, oh, I love my girl so much. I love her so much. And I'll be like, yo, my brother, you know. And, 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 and so when they go so much, when you got somebody you, you, that's your homie that's in so much love, you worry about if he catches her and this is when they, men go, they can't handle that. So you worry because people commit suicide, they use drugs, they just, you know, the cult. So yep. I try to tell a guy who just loves too much, a guy that loves 110%, to me, that's dangerous. Well, I'm going to tell you how I love, right? 
I'm going to tell you how I love my wife. I love her. I love her through her imperfections. I love her through the mistakes she hasn't made. She hasn't made them yet. She hasn't. She's been perfect. But she's also a human, right? And so to say that we're going to be together for the next 40, 50, 60 years, and she's going to be perfect, for me to assume that about her, for me to put that pressure on her, that would be delusional. That would be delusional. You know, I take my wife for granted, and I, I think I'm that nigga. I can't lie to you, Tank. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm a, I must be delusional, crazy, on some bullshit. I don't know what to tell you. We've been together 26 years, and I be thinking, like, you know, I'm, yeah, you know. But, you know, it's shit crazy, man. This is a real crazy. world, Tank. It's a real world. And every day, I make sure I get in that gym and do what I'm supposed to do. Because I know this, I know there's another, there's another dude with a body and a voice trying to take what's mine. You understand what I'm saying? That's a fact. It's a fact. And so, and so any woman that tells you, any guy, yeah, there's killers. Yeah, there's tough guys out there. But any guy that think a guy won't hit on his girl because he's tough or something like that, that's the greatest lie ever told. When you go to the movie Troy, Come on, man. Don't, don't reference my favorite movie. Don't go to my yo, favorite movie. Yo, yo, yo. That's one of my favorite movies. I mean, this guy started a war where millions of people died over this girl. Like, and he was a coward compared to her husband. To what she had. She had a king. She, she had, had a king. She had a soldier. She had a stomped down soldier. All he wanted to do was kill the guy. All he wanted to do, he was like, yo, please, brother, please, brother, let me kill this guy. Please, brother. He violated me. Yeah. And, you know, I had a friend. I can't really talk too crazy, right? This is a fact. And I've said this on the uh, show before. Um, I blame women, right? I blame women. Mm -hmm. A woman that knows. There's a woman, and y'all watching. Mm -hmm. A woman that knows that her man's a killer, that he killed, this man killed. Like, he's got guns in the house. He's a straight killer. He's mm -hmm. one of them guys. And you go cheat when you know that, like Missy said, don't you know that man killed? Don't you like, know that you know man, man killed? Kill, right? And so this other guy who may not know about him or think he's cool enough to hit it, don't realize he's going down. And so she knows she got the power in her hand, and she knows, yo, if he catches him, he's going to kill this guy, right? That's, I never liked that about certain women. Let me tell you a story. I had a friend, he's in jail for life, right? Mm -hmm. And he was obviously a killer. And he'll come, this, no, now I never see shit like this tank. He would come, he go, oh, guys, and everybody's like, no, what happened? What's going on? The nana, she cheated on me again. And everybody's like, no, there's no way she cheated on you. Because we know this guy, he about to kill. Like, right, you, know, so right. you know, there's no question. He's killing somebody, right. right? So you're like, no, 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 there's no way. Yeah, the nana, she's been cheating again. And yo, and I used to, I remember I used to sit here and think about 
his wife and be like, yo, what's wrong with this woman? She know this boy about to let it go and she'll still, I mean, ladies got to think about that. Just think and, about that. And, if you know you got a guy who's 730 that you with and that's what turns you on and you know he's going to kill a homie that works in the cleaners, right. don't do it. <laughs> it's a fact, though. Yeah. But to, mm -hmm. but to circle back, Right when I start, we started getting into the imbalance of men and women, and when, when men and women and what they can handle. I had to, I had to forgive a whole lot of things. I had to heal in a whole lot of places, and I had to grow up. You know what I'm saying? And say, you know what? I'm nowhere near perfect. I wasn't nowhere near perfect, mm -hmm. and what happened to me was due. I was due that. I was old. Mm. That the, un the universe made sure oh, yeah. that some of that foolishness that I put out there yeah. came back to me. And that's Sad exactly what that was. They, the shit will come back, huh? Ooh, and I had to. Somehow, some way, it always come back. Always comes back. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take my lessons. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to roll with these punches. I love this woman. And we're going to figure it out for the rest of our lives. And here we are. Oh, man. That's a beautiful thing. Um. Definitely, we, uh, we're the worst. Guys are the worst, man. Guys are the worst. And, uh, guys are the worst, but there's something about a guy. We can leave this subject, but there's something about a guy that he could cheat 20, 30, 40 times, but he catches women once, and this guy, he want to die. He want to kill everything. He vomiting. He can't. He just can't take it. And there's we, guys, there's guys who specialize on sleeping with guys' wives. There's guys. Oh no, we get all. We know those that. guys, Joe. We know those guys. They, they, no, they love it. They. That's what they do. And and, and uh, that's what they do. But one day they get the wrong guy and uh, and, yeah, and he can get tricked. <laughs> hey, hey, you don't mess with a man, woman. You don't mess with a man, woman. You don't mess with the man money, and you don't mess with the man kids. Get out of there. That's the home run right there, the kids, the money, and the women. But the Get thing is, what people got to understand, I live in Florida, and it's a gun state. Open carry. Hey, I'm in New York right now. If somebody argue with me over a parking spot and the guy get too crazy, I'm going outside to throw hands. Right in New York. I'm going outside York. to throw hands. Yeah. It's not a gun state. Right. In Miami, if the skinniest guy on earth is threatening me at the gas station, I know to get my ass going because he got the biggest gun I've ever seen in my life. He's got it. He's got, He's got one. It. Right? They all got, got guns, right? Legally. Right? So I go one time, uh, and I'm in the club. This is many, many years ago. And some girl comes in front of me. I ain't gonna lie, the girl was beautiful. And she's dancing and she's like, hi neighbor. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And she was like, you the guy with the big house, this, this, that. I was like, oh yeah. She was like, well, I live next door. My man's the football player, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, I know homeboy, right? Now he's no gangster. He's just a football player, but he lives next door. And I say hi to him every day. Yo, what's up? Yo, yo, keep it moving. That's even that. That's the that's 
that's the over the top that you actually say hi to a guy and you do something with his girl that you say hello, that you know him, that's when you die, Tank. That's yeah. when you die. So yeah. the girl's talking about Joey Crack and this and this and that. And she trying, she trying to push up on me. Yeah. And then I'm like, I said, miss, let me tell you something. First of all, you say hi to my wife all the time. Number two is your husband lives next door. I say hi to him all the time. If I do something with you and that man find out, he going to blow my head off down <laughs> fucking block. Absolutely. Because he got That's a gun in the house because everybody got a gun in Florida. He's enraged. Yeah. He comes out, boom! You, I mean, and, and so you got to really be careful. The women have to be careful in putting men in positions to cash these checks they can't cash. Stop doing that. I understand yes. that there's a responsible, a moral responsibility. But I yeah. digress. I know you want to move on, but yeah. And vice I'm versa. Tell these guys stop the being scumbags. You know, let's try to respect 2021 post-COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, that was a great set. I mean, that was the best shit in the world. Um, name some of the songs. I know them. But some of the songs you have written for other artists. Wow. Um, I guess I'll start kind of at the beginning. Um, I, I wrote... Uh, because the reason I, why I'm asking you this, right? Yeah. We're going to get to this. And then you can start. But most guys, no disrespect, they write smash hits for other artists. Mm -hmm. They truly want to be artists and they never blow up themselves and become superstars themselves. Right. The most writers really wanted to be a superstar, ended up writing, getting money, publishing, getting big mm -hmm. checks. But you are one of the very few that managed to do both. You are a superstar uh, uh, in your own right, and you're a fucking legendary songwriter as well. Mm -hmm. Um. How did that work for you? And name some of the songs that you wrote for certain artists. Um, I wrote I wrote a couple game changing records. I love I love mentioning these records because, like, I was able to help a, a guy by the name of Omarion go from being in a group to B2K, being huh? uh, being into B two K to transitioning from a kid to a grown man solo superstar. And Which is that's very 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 very. Hard very hard. Do. This very is why you hard. see Zendaya, who did Disney, now she's doing euphoria, drugs, sex. Justin trying Bieber get tattoos all over his body. Trying they to make that turn. Crazy because the kids, once they know you from baby, baby, they don't want to see you as an adult. Absolutely. So now continue, Absolutely. Tank. It's a very hard thing to it's do. It's very hard. And I said, and we were sitting down. We were sitting down in the in the piano room. Um, and I said, I said. You need a song called O. Oh. You need a song that's going to that's going to make your name resonate um, with grown women, with older women who want to, you know, have sexual relations. You know what I'm saying? With your music. And I said, this is what we're gonna do. And I started playing the chords and I said, we're gonna go, oh, that's gonna. And I went, cooked up a track. Me and my guys, we came in on like a Saturday, wrote the song, and 
old was born. And I watched this kid go from spin number one to stages in an arena by himself. And I was like, wow. Um, I was also able to write a song, write and produce a song to bring back a guy by the name of Marcus Houston, mm, who was brother, also huh? in the group. Also in the group. Mm -hmm. But it was like, you know, I'm doing my solo thing, man. Put put something together for me. A song called Naked. And mm. I was like, I got something. We're gonna we're gonna tamper with this Prince vibe. We're gonna tamper with some of this. We're gonna make you mysterious. Mm. It worked. And and so God. you get inspired by like old vibe, like uh, what I'm hearing. Uh, yesterday I'm listening to Marvin Gaye. I'm listening to Sexual Healing, and mm -hmm. it's going oh. Oh, oh, and, and that's what I heard yesterday. All the yeah. times I listened to the song, I heard, ooh, ooh. And, and, and these songs inspire, inspire us to make new shit 2021. So, Absolutely. so you said, I'm going to go into that Prince chamber. It was like you, like, when I see an artist, um, I'm instantly in Taylor mode, right? Because I don't have songs laying around waiting mm. for people to, you know what I'm saying, to come by and rummage through my songs and see what they like. This is not a rummage sale. Like, I'm a custom tailor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I built to fit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I need, your, I need your measurements. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I need to see what colors you've worn before, what, what, what color palette looks good on you, what type of fabrics lay well on you. You know what I'm saying? And then the mm. biggest thing of all is I need to understand your life. So before we get into making records, let's hit the mall, man. Let's go grab some food, man. Let's, let's mm. chop it up about life so that I can build something around you because this is not about me anymore. Mm. It's, not, it's not really about me anymore. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to help you. I'm here to put you together. Like that's why. And I, it's like, also, it's also, it's been hits, but it's been artists that wrote for other artists, but it always sounds like their song. Right. So you got to be able to make a song where you saying, I'm making a song for you. Nobody don't even got to know Tank wrote it. I just got to get my money. And then this is you. People, I was talking to Jason Joshua yesterday. And he said, Tank. He said, Love Jason Joshua. My brother for 20, 21 years. Gave me my first big producer check from DreamWorks. Him. Wow. Right. And he said, Tank, you need to put a tag on your production because nobody knows you produce. I was like. I've never, I've never wanted it that way where people could pick me, pick me out and say, oh yeah, that's Tank, that's just Tank. Oh yeah, I've heard that before, that's Tank. Or, mm. and, and, and limit myself and box myself into what, to let's say I tag a song, song goes super big. You know how the labels do, we need 10 more of those songs. We need, mm. we need 19 more of those songs that sound like that. Then we get yeah. into this cookie cutter process. I've never wanted to be part of that. So there's so Smart. many songs that I've written and produced from Jamie Foxx to Chris Brown to Kelly Rowland to all the way across the board. I got over 200 songs written, produced, and released like out in the field. And people don't know I did it. And I'm okay with that because the artists know where to go and the labels know where to send the check. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, 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 Tank, man. Uh, and so it's somebody, who's the most interesting, who, who's the most interesting artist uh, in all honesty, like when you I, earlier, I had an interview and I said, oh, "Man, they got me they, a million zooms today, all over Europe. They've been working me mm -hmm. since twelve. 
But right. earlier, somebody asked me a question and said, who is like the artist you most excited to work with? Or, or you, and I, and I had to say Chris Brown. And the reason is, not only I worked with him, we did the video for another round, and he went on that beach and started going. And I was like, oh, shit, this guy, he's fucking different. When I seen him hitting the moves in the beach, splashing the water, ripping his shirt, this shit was like 40 degrees out there. And he going, another round. I was like, oh, my God. This guy he's, is the best. He's a monster. And I'm glad you said it first because I was going to say it too. So now we can just talk about it. I've, I've been knowing Chris Brown. I've been knowing Chris Brown. Like, that's been my little brother since he was 14. Like, and I've watched him go from us giving him songs to him not needing songs. Mm. To me calling him into the studio, say, listen to this. I got this for you. This is going to be crazy. To him calling me in the studio and saying, yeah, I got this for us, big bro. I need you to get on this verse. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, how did you absorb all of that information that fast? I just gave it to you. Literally just gave it to you. Your second album, you don't need any help. You don't need nobody. And I got to mm. sing my ass off to compete with my apprentice. He's going Man. at me. Like, going at me. Say, same Listen, same story as you. We do a song called Shots Fired. I'm like, little bro, I need you for the video. He said, cool, just just do this. Like, just set this up for me. Like, one thing about CB, like, that's one of the most generous, loving entities. Man, and people just, if people just knew, if people just knew what this man does from the kindness of his heart, that man has never charged me a dime. It's always showed up early. It's yeah, always let me been. tell you something. I was in man. Africa, bro. I was in Africa at a concert. Me, Chris Brown, Sierra. And a man came up to me and said, yo, let's work. And I was in Africa. Mm. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting back on my feet because I had this tax issue. And I said, for real? I said, you know, people don't lie to Fat Joe. When you tell Fat Joe you can do something, <laughs> you do it. Like, no, nah, no, nah, that's real talk. That's right. Tell you the truth. that's right. I was that's like, right. you know, you don't lie to Fat Joe. I prefer you to not say that. But if mm -hmm. you say that, then you got to do it. We got to get said, it. Nah, I got you. And so we went back. I went back to Cool and Dre. And we started Young Lab. We started cooking up. And then he did it. And that was beyond generous of him. You know, this guy, Little Wayne's the same type of guy that you can't even begin to understand how much Little Wayne has done for people and never yeah. charged people and That's always right. showed up. And he's right. always there. But th those are my two favorite in that category. He, listen, Chris showed up. We did the Shots Fired video. And Chris said, I'll be there, bro. And this, this boy jumped on top of the bar and started dancing and Literally, we supposed to be shooting the video. We supposed to be turning up. It's a club scene. We are all standing there watching Chris Brown. Just watching him like, look at this dude, man. Look at this. And I'm like, is this my video? This is my video. He, yeah, yeah, you're like, I got him. It's my video. You want them to do this shit. You want I it to want be him a... to do it. Yeah, you and want another guy. I'll, I'll give you another guy who is just probably, I mean, um, Next to Chris Brown, one of the most phenomenal talents human beings ever, and that's Jamie Foxx. 
Oh. I mean, well, Jamie Foxx is the all around, probably the most talented person in the world. Just ever. like greatest all entertainer of all time. Yeah. Uh, acting and comedy yes. and music and absolutely. I mean, that guy there, he's the Sammy Davis Jr. He's a he's everything, man. He's 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 Jamie Foxx's rave. He's special, you know, bro. He's he's the guy who saved my life. Without Jamie Foxx, Tank would have been, you know, back in Maryland somewhere playing at the local church. <laughs> Jamie Foxx said, I said, I said, I'm done with music. I'm out. I'm a, I'm, this is the game. Ain't The game is rigged. They're not spending that kind of money on me. I'm better than him, him. I'm better than them. Better than, I'm, I'm, I was in that mode. And he said, well, he said, if you quit, well, what I'm going to do? And I'm like, well, what, do you, what do you mean by that? He said, I get it from you. Said, what? He said, I, I, listen, see that. I learned from you. I listen to you. He said, this is what we're going to do. Him and his sister in his kitchen. He said, you're going to live in my house. And you're going to use my computer. And you're going to use my studio until you figure your shit out. Wow. And wow. That, 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 that got me back. That, listen, got me back. He's got, a, he's got albums worth of, worth of songs sitting in his, in his computer that, that I've recorded. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. You know, I remember one time I was in Circle House in Miami. This is before I knew you produced and wrote songs. And you was just hanging out with us for hours and talking shit, and we was chilling. And the next thing I knew, you were writing for an artist. And I, and, and I sat there and I said, oh, shit. Tank writes hits for other artists. I didn't know. I seen it with my own eyes. And, and it was another big artist. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, holy shit. Yo, Tank is ill with the pen. He, he you know, and, and that's amazing. It's, it's here's amazing the crazy part. Here's why, here's, why, here's why R&B is so, I mean, it's so easy to me, right? And, I, and, and my manager, my manager, Jay, always, he always hates on me when I say this. But I started out as a rapper. My name. I never knew was, that. My name was MC Hurricane, okay? All right? Don't laugh at that, Joe. This is, this, is, this is real spit right here, okay? I was MC Hurricane. My English teacher in the 10th grade used to let me and another guy battle rap every Friday in class. Wow. I would battle and, rap. And, and the teacher was cool. Teacher was cool. Like, growing up in, growing up in Milwaukee as a kid, I, I was rapping on such a high level, they would take me around the neighborhood, you know, to rap against, you know, the OGs, you know what I'm saying? The Gangsta Disciples would be over here. They had a rapper. I'll go rap against them. And then the Vice Lords, they had a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Some blocks down. I, I was a kid, unaffiliated, but I would be, they would, the gangsters would take me around and let me rap, and I'd do my rap. I had a rap called Rated R that I would close the show with. I would That's kill them with Rated R. That's so, crazy. So when I'm doing R&B now, it's like, it's slowed down. You know how they say the game slows down? You know what I'm saying? You can see the moves before they happen. Like, that's what R&B is to me. Like, it's slowed yeah. down. I can, you know, I can you anticipate. You know, everybody yelling on the comment. You know, this is what we call a joker moment. When someone comes up here and says something we never heard before, we call it like a joker Winfrey. It's yeah, a, okay. It's a joker moment. So everybody's like, a joker moment, a joker. All the, comments, <laughs> all the comments is like a joker moment. A joke. We got one. We got one. MC Hurricane. MC Hurricane. 
Yo, that is crazy. And so to speak about what, what, what you're alluding to, um, I used to write with Big Pun, rest in peace. And Big Pun was da 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 And he would take the same piece of paper and fit 50 words on one line. So he'd be like, batting anonymous, anonymous, and then even though I discovered him, I put him on, he taught me how to write. And so he would teach me. And so my pen went into, so because he was so, so much of a genius, so incredible, I'm doing all these songs with him. The people don't notice I'm spitting my ass off too. It's just, it's hard. It's a hard shadow. It's hard to get that that look because he was better. But he was teaching me. And so all those records we did together, that of a, that of a, that of you all, that of a, that of a, that of a, that. Then when the game switched up, after he passed, and I was like, "Yeah, you see me on that winner, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. You see me? I be yeah. looking at these kids like, yo, this yeah. is the easiest shit I ever seen in my life. <laughs> I But the but see the look, but see the but see the other part about you, Joe, is that you know what I mean. Before before the idea of lifestyle was a thing, right? Your life style was in your music like we believed you you know what i'm saying like oh no it was real and we knew that and that made it more it made it more exciting for us to participate with you you know what i'm saying for us to rap along with you you know what i figure out tank and this is all these years later um i i used to think i had to be as good as nas jay-z and rock kim Mm -hmm. so in the summertime when I'm lit, I'm in the house with pun. Trying to become the nicest guy lyrically in the world. Right. And practicing and practicing. And, and I kept trying to get more lyrical and lyrical. But as life goes on and I've studied the hip hop game, people don't love you just because you they love them because they're more lyrical. People love French Montana because he goes, Mm-hmm, and he got mm-hmm. Or Cardi mm-hmm. B because of her personality and she makes great music. This yep. Marquis was one of my favorite rappers. He wasn't as lyrical as Big Daddy Kane, but I love what Biz brought to the game. Entertaining, completely. I entertaining. realized yeah. that later on. That mm-hmm. people and what you're saying is a fact. When they first heard me, I wasn't as good as I am now, but people knew this guy real. And when you talk to your cousins from New York, they was like, oh no. He was doing that thing. And so That's, now you're like, oh, I fucks with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was doing that thing. Like, you know, and they love you for different aspects. It's, it's, a true, it's a true story. And it's tough to do that because we, 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 dab it, we dabble in a world that, for the most part, is smoke and mirrors. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. a lot of people ain't telling the truth. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they don't feel like their truth um, makes good entertainment or makes good music, and mm. I found that the people that the people that lead with the truth, mm. they shine because what you have is yours, right? I'm talking to an artist today. He said, he said, he said, what what separates you from everybody else? I said the same thing that separates you from everybody else. Your life, that's your fingerprint. 
Your perspective on your life and the things that you went through, those are the things that separate you. That's what they have to come get from you that they can't get from nobody else. Where's Joe been? Mm -hmm. What has Joe seen? What has Joe done? And you put that on record. Yeah, it's crazy. And and my songs, and this, this is an interview about you, but my songs, well, my biggest hits, they go like this. They, they come at you. They lean back. They make it rain. They, you know, I'm all the way up. I'm, you know, it, it comes at, yes. Like, and sometimes it's hard for me when we're working on music and Cool and Dre, they want me to make an ill song, but it's smooth. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. yo, yeah. Fat Joe Records, I know the energy. It like you, come at you like. You used to shaking so, the club up. Yeah. You yeah. used to shaking people up. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and that's that. You know, it's many, you know, you know, tech, man, it's many a nights, man. I drop, you know, you know, big anthems, and it's nothing like stepping on that stage when that motherfucker ringing off, like doing Summer Jam and 72,000 doing the lean back the second week, that shit out, and I turn around and Kanye West is peeking out the back, like, and everybody going, and you know, it's not like standing, you know, Hitting that stage when that shit cranking. Oh. See, that's that's hard to do. That's in an anomaly sector where you're able to do that again and again and again. How old are you, Joe? I'm 50 years old. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, Joe, right now, 50 years old, you can go hit a stage, a summer jam stage with every little Every little nim, little whoever, whoever it is. Yeah. And you will burn the house down. At yeah, 50. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not regular. Yeah, they fuck with me. They fuck with me. They fuck it's with me. It's not regular. It's not regular. No, nah, it's not. It's not. Us still being here in 2021 is not regular. It's but not. you know, you know, Tank. The, the reason why they couldn't be done with Fat Joe is I come from a special time, from a special cloth Absolutely. of where, you know, where the guys were extra. You know what I mean? The guys were staying outside, chains 10 times a day, Pele jackets and changed their chains and, and, yeah, did, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then changed their whips. And it was about whoever's driving down uh, uh, 55th or 125th or, or that, like, and, and, and dudes was changing their whips and do, and it, it's just a cloth. I'm just the last one out here still doing what my era was doing on the streets. So when I bring it in, they be like, and so when you try to question, you go, but this guy's from a cloth, man. This guy's, you know, you know, when you want to hate on Fat Joe, you just go, yo, it's just, Man, why this guy got that? Wait, wait, and you, you, and you try to really like figure it out, and it's like, yo, I'm it, it's that a, cloth. it's it's a cloth that they thirst for at this very moment. It's why it's why all the records are being sampled. It's why all the all the all the retro gears now the new gear. Like it's the cloth that they seek. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a certain type of foundation that was laid at that particular time that. You you can't reproduce that. 
All you can do yeah. is go back and just grab pieces of it and try to and try to somehow bring it to the future. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. so while we're from that place, you know what I'm saying, we're blessed to be the bridge between that yeah. foundation yeah. and where this thing is now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're blessed yeah. to be that bridge. You know, man. I'll tell you a crazy story. One time I came out of a club in the Bronx. It was the Zodiac 2 on Jerome Avenue. It's probably a church now. And I remember I came out and the sun was coming up. And when I came out, it was like seven cars outside. Mm -hmm. It was Roxanne Shantae, Bismarck in the car, Big Daddy Kane, MC Shan. When I tell you the whole Juice Crew had the wide body kit Benzes and the fucking trucks with the Gucci. And I, I remember just being a young kid, a teenager, like, this is a movie, man. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is, and, and so that, that's how they was bringing it back in that day. That's right. You know, I, I went to the Apollo. Big Daddy Kane came down from the sky in a toga with two chicks wow. on the side in the Apollo <laughs> Theater in Harlem. The dude wow. just floated down, and I was like, right. oh my God, like, that's where we come from. That was the time. That's where we come from. Um, let me ask you a question. Yep. It's going to be pretty hard, but who is your top five R&B artists, singers of all time? Ah, uh, you going to do that to me? Ah, uh, top five. Um, I got to start with Marvin. Woo! That's what, that's Woo! What, oh, you went there? Oh, you went there, huh? Sorry. Marvin, there's, boy. There's, there's a scream on Distant Lover Live. <laughs> when he sings Distant Lover Live, there's a scream when he goes, Distant Lover, and a girl screams. You can hear this individual scream like her okay. life is over, like yeah. it's, it's done. I've been chasing that screen my whole career. Wow. 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 I don't want to stop. You only went Marvin Gaye. We still got four more. It's similar to me. Um, in salsa music, my favorite of all time is Hector Lavoe. I never met him. Um, mm -hmm. And shout out Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony and me, that's my brother. He's, he's the king. But Hector Lavoe was the original, right? Mm-hmm. And Mark, we, I was just talking to Mark Anthony on the phone before we got on. Shout out my brother, Mark. I love that's, you. That's a bar. But a bar. I listen to Hector Lavoe joints because he got live albums mm. where he is talking so much shit, Tank. Right. He gets on stage right after the biggest. So just imagine you got on right after Chris Brown, Usher, this. And he gets on and he says, nobody's like me. I'm the only guy that sings underwater. And when I sing outside, it's... Fire out my mouth. I dare the next one to come. He's a salsa singer. He's threatening the whole concert. And I'm listening and I'm like, oh my God. This guy was, he was like the Tupac. He was right. he <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He's a singer. And so yeah. I get what you're saying. Marvin, of course. Marvin. Um, Who else? Um, Babyface. Ooh. Babyface is one of my favorite. He might be on my top five. 
Babyface is in my top five. And I put Babyface in there, and I'm not saying he's a top five five vocalist, but I I grade vocals in terms of their uniqueness as well. You know what I mean? And Babyface's uniqueness transcends time. You know what I'm saying? That's I how you get. I dare someone to battle the ad libs. I dare them to battle the ad. Come on, man! Like like Way that's what we got. Where we go? It's a boo. We got it. We got it from. Who's gonna love me, baby? The way that I do not tell me where. Come on, come on, come on. Show him, show him your first tenor, Joe. Show him. No, you talk talk (laughs) that. When you talk that, that baby face. But but baby face. Here's what baby face was to me while I was still a church kid. The Tender Lover album was a song, was an album of songs that I could sing to girls when they asked me to sing. While you were on church. I was While church you were in church. I and was you still, still church. that was still PG-13. I and could you sing, could sing no them song. some secular music, right? What they call it? Secular? Yes, they, they called you it secular music. So that's what he was. That's what he was to me. So I'm, I'm going to go controversial on number three. Controversial because I know I know. Are you people just saying the truth? I'm not going to feel away, but you know it's hard to subtract the teachings um, and the impression as an artist that this man had on on my career, and that's R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And um, I can't, you know, I can't condone or you know confirm or yeah, deny yeah, what he's going through. That's, that that's his thing. That's there. Whatever he's but, doing. Yeah. Um, as as a musical yeah. entity, I was. I, I I studied like like I was in college going for my master's. He studied too. You know, you know I was very close friends with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And R. Kelly, you would go in the studio and he would play Marvin to death for mm-hmm. hours. And yeah. and and you could hear it in his music when he'll be like step, step, side to side, mm-hmm. running around. And so and and, <clears throat> and you know all these songs he did, uh, he was a very big student of the game. I remember one time I went in this studio. I really don't talk about him like that because this is a real touchy time. But being mm-hmm. that you brought it up and we could talk about it because we talking. Um, yes, sir. He had a studio in Chicago that every room you went to was a different theme. So if you, there's a room I went into. And they had like soccer flags from different companies, and they'd be like, "Ole, ole, ole, ole," right? And then, yeah, and then yeah. I walk into another room, and it's Africa, you know, and he would have plants and shit all over. And then you would, now this guy's a movie. This right. guy was beyond right. a movie. Every room you went to, it was like a different thing. You'll go in there, and and you know, uh. Yeah, he was one of the greatest of all time. He's top five, no question. So these next, my next two slots, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put two singers in each of those slots, in four mm-hmm. or five. You'll see why. Mm-hmm. In slot number four, I'm gonna put Sean Stockman and Wanye. And boy, oh, you saw you you talking about boy Cement? Yeah. You 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 taking only two of the boys to men? Those two, yeah. It's four boys to men. I'm taking those two vocally. Those two. With my fifth slot, 
I'm going to take Casey and Jojo. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, yeah. That's, that's a different type of thing. You know, and, Casey and, and, and Jojo. And for my honorable mention. And boys to men. Boys to men. And for my honorable boys mention. My honorable mention. I'm going Joe. Yeah, the honorable mention is Joe. Monster. Monster. No, fuck when I say my guy, he saved our life. He jumped a big punch on Boricua Morena. He's the guy who, who um from the studio to the stage, he's a monster. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen I've performed with him. Um I love your list. And it's true to your heart. Um to me, the greatest vocalist of all time is Luke Devandros. Um what? Y'all tank, don't do that. I'm gonna have to hang up on you. Don't, <laughs> don't break my heart. This is my idol of Listen, all I, I, lo I love Luther, but Luther for me is light. Nah. Still in love light. You ain't never go. It's, you ain't it's, never it's not I like it's that. I like that. It's just a preference thing. Because the house is not a house is not a home. You know what I'm saying? He's, it's live. Yeah. Like, and you you ever seen Luther perform live? Absolutely. But Where he would walk past the microphone and still be singing and the mic is uh, over there and the whole stadium in here. Uh, yeah. 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 Nah, ain't nobody fucking with Luther. Yeah, you got to stop. Listen, that yeah, was, listen. Luther was great. I can't take nothing from Luther before... For what I for what I'm into, he was a little light. Yeah, you wanted more like you know. Uh, I, I needed I, when you when I say KC, right, I'm talking about a dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You want that shit? You, you talking about shit. Juan? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a Luther. I'm, I'm, I'm different. I done made so much gangster shit in my life that I want light. I want, some <laughs> I want light. You need some balance. Uh, you want some balance? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need balance. So I go, I go Luther. I go Anita Baker. You said, you said guys. Uh, oh, so this is all guys. You said guys, uh, yeah. Didn't know I said greatest, top five greatest R&B singers of all time. I have it down right here. Look, top this, five R&B singers of all time. Oh, I, well, I, I have the group. Oh, you oh, skip some ladies out there. Oh, come on, man. Beyonce is... Is is one of the coldest. So vocalists. Beyonce is like you 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 saying Beyonce, Beyonce? vocally. No no Beyonce? no. Overall, as an entertainer, no. But as the greatest entertainer of all time is Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and Chris Brown right behind him. Greatest entertainers of all time. Dancing, jumping off on one finger. This you know we're not. But you saying vocally Beyonce, monster. People don't realize. You know she has what? a duet with Luther, right? It's okay. Yeah. You know what? See, here you go. This here you go. world was mine. <laughs> I would raise at your feet. Oh, as, <laughs> as, as a singer? As I a seen writer, Freddie Jackson one time. I almost beat him up for impersonating Luther. He 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 know he not Luther. He know he not Luther. They, they, they had some different issues. We won't get into that. But Beyonce, <laughs> people don't know what Beyonce doesn't do. Mm. Beyonce is very amazing 
at controlling her vocal mm. and giving you exactly what you need when mm. you need it. You take the reins off of Beyonce, it's going to be a problem. A wow. problem. Oh no, no, no. She's she's definitely she's I mean she's Beyonce. I don't you know what? I don't even think she's in a category. It's like top five and then Beyonce. Like, I mean Beyonce then you gotta got her then, own shit. Then you gotta bring in you gotta bring in like Aretha Franklin. You gotta bring in Celine Dion. Like you gotta you when you start talking about overall, like like yeah. Oh my goodness! It, you, we bring the females in. You what about Fantasia? Are you kidding me? No, Fantasia's crazy. And Mary, right. Mary. Here's what Mary, Mary J. Blige. Let me tell you now, something. If you looking Mary for that, that shit you looking for, Jodeci? Oh, Mary is like Mary. Mary, listen. The growth of Mary J.'s vocal is unlike anything I've ever seen. We all over the place. We got Whitney Houston, like we, we have that, like. We we tapping into it. We got Whitney. Call. Oh yeah, we got Whitney. We got we got Brandy. Oh, let me tell you something. I know a lot of a lot of R and B singer superstars that I'm friends with. They all study Brandy. Brandy was the blueprint. I'm well, telling you, Bra big speak, big time singers. Brandy they was all the study Brandy. Brandy was the R and B version of the blueprint, but where that blueprint came from. Is a woman by the name of Kim Burrell. Mm. Yes. When I yes. say she is the, I'm talking about like the whole album, the blueprint. Kim Burrell is the blueprint. In my top five, you can say what you want, but Stephanie Mills in my top five. Ooh, strong. That's strong. she's in my top five. Strong. You gonna see? You gonna you gonna make me pull Gladys Knight. Out, out of the uh, out of the pot. You gonna make me do that? That's a little bit different. Me... But where are we going with this, man? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin, Teddy, you know what I'm saying? You got you got to think. You got to think, Teddy. You know, Kim Burrell. Woo! Monsters. I mean, and Somebody you know what? I've been listening a lot to a lot. Though when I say a lot, every morning I've been waking up. Um. And, and this is you're really not ready for this. You're not thinking about this one. Smokey Robinson. Come on, man. Yo, I've been waking up to Smokey every morning, 10, 20. Smokey, uh, yo, Smokey was so smooth. But Soothing. I'm realizing that he was talking that shit. I always Make, thought he was just a nice guy. He was a, well, listen, he was a nice guy. Smokey was a monster. Imagine Smokey back in the day, blue eyes, fair skin. Oh yeah, yeah. Voice oh, of yeah, yeah. gold. You talk about, you talk about the screams. What? He was way before genuine. Way before genuine. They screaming. <laughs> they want to die. Like <laughs> some screams in the background of Smokey. Like he ain't even. He's like, yo, I want y'all to party out there. He's seen the slowest song you ever heard. Ah! Listen, bro. I, I met, when I met Smokey Robs, I met him at the Beverly, uh, Beverly. Uh, what, what, that, what hotel is that in Beverly Hills? Beverly Hilton. No, the the, the real famous one, right down Sunset. Beverly Hilton. With, 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 unfortunately, Whitney Houston died in there. No, not Be that one. Beverly Hilton. The, on um, in, on Beverly Hills Sunset, like we passed Doheny. It's it's uh, what is that hotel called? 
You know it. You 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 stayed there. Got the bungalow. Four Seasons. Not the Four Seasons. Waldorf Astoria. Nope. Anyway, I met him there, and I'm like, man, I'm like Smokey Robinson, bro, man. Like, man, you you wanted the ghost, man. I love your music. He's like this. Thank you, Tank. Right on, brother. I'm like, huh? Is that what you, you almost died there? When he oh you are, when he said thank you, Tank. Right on, brother. He might. Yeah, you almost fell out there. What? Thank you, Tank. Right on, brother. He didn't give me. It wasn't like, thank you, Tank. Right on, brother. No, it's like, thank you, Tank. Right on, brother. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. That's oh, you can Detroit. fight. Yeah, you can fight. Oh, no, that's Detroit. That's Detroit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> come on, man. Don't do that. Don't, that's Detroit blood there, man. Let hey, me don't tell let you that fool you. I'm going to give y'all a joker moment. I almost killed Smokey Robinson. Don't do this. Don't Yo, do this. Tank. I mean, now they think I lied. Now I'm going to have to go get Smokey on here. No, don't do confirm. this. Confirm. Because when don't I say this. shit like this, they don't believe me, Tank. Don't do, don't do this. Let me tell you something, Tank. Listen, are y'all ready for the Joker moment? Smokey <laughs> Robinson, Fat Joe almost killed him. Listen, it's All-Star Game, Los Angeles Lakers in the, Los, in, in, in the Staples Center. Mm -hmm. Smokey Robinson is going up the escalator. I see him and I lose my mind. And I'm like, hey, yo, Smokey! The man almost falls down the, hey, he jumped and almost fell down the escalator. You and, scared and, and when he did that, his family grabbed him. They was with him. I start to hide my face because I don't want to be the guy who kills Smokey Robinson. <laughs> yo, I'm with my daughter. She was like, you might have killed this man. Yo, what's wrong with you, dad? Why you? I was like, yo, my, that's Smokey. You like, gotta, you gotta yell. That's all I know to do. <laughs> yo, he almost <laughs> fell down the escalator because of me, bro. I wanted to cover my face, bro. I couldn't yeah. believe it. You would have been okay. Who you met that, that really bugged you out? That, that you was like, holy shit. Um, I've I've met a few people, man. Um, I tell you, my first time meeting Aaliyah was Ooh. crazy. Ooh. Um. And we were in rehearsal. Genuine had hired us. And Genuine was like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't know how prepared we were. When I got that job, I called my guys. I said, listen, we learning every song on the album. He said, we don't even know the set list. It don't matter what the set list is. We learning every song. We learned every song. By the time we got to L.A., we was, we were sitting, sitting behind our background. Mike's Genuine, Genuine came walking in, you know. After we was rehearsing. And, you know, when you be on the mic messing around with your songs, you know, he was kind of messing around with some of his songs that were on the album. And we come right in with the background. And he turned back and looked at us like, oh, y'all know that? We know everything. And he just started running off songs. We was like, every song. Let's go. We started rehearsing. He said, I got the best background singers in the world. I'm telling everybody. <laughs> right? So... He went to Aaliyah's background <laughs> singer ever. You don't want no smoke with my background singers. And two days later, we're at rehearsal. In comes walking Aaliyah. And it was like, that's not that's not Aaliyah. That's like, that's, you know how people, some people walk with light and they float when they're walking? Mm, mm. It was like that. It was like, it was like light and floating. There was floating and there was light. I knew she was taking steps, but it didn't look like she was taking steps. It looked like she was on the conveyor belt. She was just, just floating. Just floating. And Genuine was like, let's hit that. 
And we started singing and she was like, and we so we started, we stopped singing and went down. Y'all come meet Aaliyah, man. And 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 before I could say anything, she was like, You you dope. Where you from? I was like, Oh, I'm from from such and such. And so so where your family from? Like she started engaging me like she wasn't Aaliyah. Like, like I wasn't, I'm I'm supposed to be asking you all the questions. You asking me all the questions. Yeah, because because like, dopeness, because dopeness is Dopeness is like, like people love music, and when they hear great music, you yeah. forget everything. But everything when is shot down. But you know how it is. Sometimes when you're an artist of that caliber, you don't necessarily you don't have to do that. Like you can go, oh, nice, and keep it pushing. Yeah, but, I don't like that. Like she engaged me in a way that I was like, yeah. like, and I'm and I'm asking myself like, why why is she like that? Like why is she, why is she so cool and angelic and talking to me and and the like, and let me tell you something. My mind. Let me tell you my mind. Let me tell you how unfortunately I took Aaliyah for granted. Mm -hmm. We were signed to the same record label, and we had maybe 30 things we did together. Interviews, I would be on one side of the room doing interviews, she'd be in the other. Uh, we were going to events because we were both signed to Atlantic. At the time, I was the biggest rapper on Atlantic. I she was that. the biggest singer. Yeah. So anything we did, they were like, and I took it for granted. I never wow. really like, you know, it was always cool. It was always like, mm -hmm. hey, Joe, my wife. And it's crazy. One day I'm watching like O2. You, you know, when you bored the deaf in quarantine, I'm watching old videos of me and Pond performing on YouTube. And I didn't, I didn't remember it was in Harlem. You could look the shit up. Y'all could Google it up. Mm -hmm. um, me and Pond performing and Aaliyah came out with us. I didn't even remember wow. this shit. I swear to God. And she was wow. like, you know, I love these guys. These are my guys, and make some noise for them. And we're standing behind her, like, and then, you know, you you almost think like, cause she been gone so much that that shit ain't happened. Like yeah. you're like, wow, yeah. we really was there with. I took her for granted, right? Rest in peace, Aaliyah. I love you. Um, and another thing about floating. I don't want to get this man in trouble. Uh, shout out my wife. She is tuned in. Okay, she never <laughs> comments. She is on one, bro. Mine might be too. Nah, I don't even yeah. look at the shit, right? <laughs> so, it, it, I'm in the studio um, with Rico Love, and my gosh, my Usher's gosh. there with us. And Rico yeah. says, Call Joe, call Joe, call Joe. Rico calls me. I go to the studio. I talk to Usher. Usher's like, Yo, I want to go to the club. And I'm like, it's only me and Usher, right? And I'm like, I, this is Usher is 10 platinum, bro. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is the Usher, Usher, yeah. the biggest Usher. Absolutely. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. That Usher, you know. Right. You know, hanging on shit. And, and like, <laughs> do the, so I'm like, do the move, Joe. Shit. Do I'm telling you the truth. This is like, yeah. I was nervous because I was like, damn. I got the holiest guy. <laughs> guys, guys, at least at the prime of 10 million sold, those guys don't come out for a while. It's for different. at least a year or two till it calms down. It's different, he yeah. wants to go to where the shit is at. Y'all want to go where it's popping. Take me where all the, you know, all the mommies at, everything. Take me in that motherfucker, this and that. So we go in Miami to like, it must have been an off day because it was the smallest spot. And I'm in there with Usher, bro. This guy, 
starts dancing in the same spot. No, no. Now listening to me, Tank. Yeah. You talk yeah. about Aaliyah walking by, floating like if they had her like on a movable crane. This motherfucker was dancing in one spot to where I literally had to look at his feet to see if he was levitating right. in the <laughs> right. same spot. He was like, Ooh. and he wasn't going nowhere, <laughs> but he was like floating. I was like, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. But I couldn't believe this shit. He had a great, 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 great time. Another guy, real quick, that I forced to go out with me. Forced. So Ricky Martin, mm. he wanted me and Pun to do a song with him. And, you know, we was really hardcore, killer gangster rap shit, you know. And, and, and this had nothing to do with um, if he was gay or not, because people, we didn't even know. He was he was a king, a Latino he a, king. He was a superstar at that Ricky, time. Yeah. Like a beyond. Right? He was living yeah. out of yeah. Loca. Crazy. Right? And we're doing this. Then in the middle of little, and he's like insisting on doing a song with us. And so I never knew because I've been living in Miami. He invites me to the crib. I go to his house, which is another story, sickest shit in the world. Nothing but Lamborghinis all over, all shit. He got the studio in his house. The moral to the story is he really wanted me to do this song. And I kind of like didn't want to do the song. This is another joker moment. It's not disrespecting. It's just he was living La Vida Loca and we was out here You're stuck. being his gangsters. You could get yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And we was gooning. And the I was like, shape. And so while we talking, I said, yo, Ricky, man, like, I live three minutes from here. I said, you never went to the Publix supermarket? Like, where the fuck does Ricky Martin come? <laughs> How does he live here? He said he's been living in this house. For like 10 years, I'm like, yo, bro, you don't go to the pizza shop on the... Never like, seen him. Where the fuck are you, Ricky? Like, like I cannot believe he says, oh, no, Joe, I never come out the house. And I'm just like, you see, you never hear all my stories. I'm like, yo, Ricky, what do you mean? He said, I don't come out the house. I said, but you've never been to the Publix in the corner, right? And so, so, this, so part of my negotiation was in order for me to do the song, you have to come with me to the club. He was like, no way. club? Now, no this way. guy just sold 50 million records. Right, he was like, right. club? I've never been in a club in my life. What do you mean? Like, I was like, yo, Ricky, the only way I'm doing this song with you is if you meet me at Club Privé tonight Privé. at 1 in the morning. Yeah. Yo, bro, Ricky Martin showed up and had the fucking time of his life. I know. And let me tell you something. <laughs> The fucking black girls, they were trying to tear this guy's fucking shirt off of him. Went crazy. Like, he, he threw the TS chain on, the big one. No, he danced all night with the whole club. And and they was on him like Ricky, like, you know, they wanted to tear this guy up. And he partied all night. And I was like, damn, I fucked with Ricky. Next day, we did the song. Next day, I was like, yo, Ricky, you got it. You kept it real with me. You came That's out. Dope. And, you That's know, I was dope. just, you know, I just wanted to see him out. You know what right. I'm saying? I wanted to see him out. Have him have a good time. time. Like yeah. it's hard to enjoy that kind of success. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just that level of success is so crazy. Like I was just talking talking to my barber about this. I was like, bro, I think I think Floyd Mayweather is the only billionaire 
that's hosting clubs. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just loves the shit. He, he loves the he loves the chicks. He loves he the rides bikes down. He, he, he on a bike. Joe, he's on a bicycle on South Beach. Riding on a bicycle. Floyd Mayweather like, don't give a fuck. The champ I'm is like, the man. That's the I live this. vicariously through Floyd Mayweather. I, I, I Floyd don't. Mayweather is that I, dude. He, uh, Floyd Mayweather is a modern day pharaoh. And, yeah, and yes, I don't. He is. And he I is don't. The king. I call, him, you know, I call him. I was I in Dubai him. with Floyd Mayweather. This is a true fucking story. They're getting a lot of shit tonight. Right. They're getting a <laughs> lot of shit tonight. I was in Dubai and Floyd Mayweather was in Dubai, right? And we were hanging out. And I walked in the store and there was like a $40,000. Oh, pony skin, sexy fucking jacket. Like, and yeah. I looked at it and it was so dope. It was his birthday. I, I wanted it for me and I said, you know what? I got to buy this for the champ. Mm. I went and bought the fucking, because I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not a pharaoh. I'm not yeah. ill enough. For this yeah. shit. But I knew one of us had to have it. I knew right. somebody I knew had to have this right. coat and it had to be the champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I show up, we hanging out as the champ. I got you something. Oh, thank you, brother. This is that. Next day I seen him, he was like, yo, bro. Like, just because, you know, he knew he knew I dropped that bag on that seat. He said, oh, man. I was like, champ, I saw it and all I could think of. Was you? <laughs> All I can think of was you. You had to have it. You had to have it. You had this to have guy, it. This guy wear cowboy boots or some shit. He don't give a fuck. Floyd no, no, I'm gonna get shit. Here's how it kicked off for me. Um, um, you know, good as this, two thousand and maybe two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. I'm in between albums. I get a call from Floyd Mayweather. Hey, Floyd Mayweather wants you to come sing at this event he's throwing for the kids outside in Vegas for, uh, for this charity thing. Floyd gets on the phone like, man, I love your music, man. Love your music. Like, how much do you charge? At this time, I'm charging maybe about twelve five, maybe maybe fifteen on a good day. I, 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 that's maybe, funny. Right, that's right. Funny, so he's like, he's like, Tank, how, how much you charge? I was like, well, shit, I know me charge <laughs> about. Thirty thousand. <laughs> he, he said, "Cool. I, I, I wired wire to you in the morning. It's all good. All right, we'll set up the flights and everything, and I'll see you next week." I was like, "What?" Before I wired me that money, I said, "We rich." Yo, we let me back. tell you something. Let me tell you something. And, and here's what I found out. I found out that Floyd is an R and B junkie. Oh yes, he is. I, I go to the I go to the my first time going to the gym, him working out, hitting the bag. We are singing Temptations. We are singing OJs. We singing Patty LaBelle. My song comes on. He is working three hours of work. Hardcore. I mean, you you've seen it. Hardcore. Yeah. I'm like that too. R and B music. I'm more R and B. Fat Joe's more R and B than hip hop. Well, I know why you're R&B. You already said why you're R&B, because R&B is the balance for you. 
Mm. Yeah, it's the so, balance, man. I can't so, get in the car and listen to all this hip-hop shit. All, listen, every old-school gangster I know, every real G I know, they listen to R&B music. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. All right, before we get off, because my battery's wasting out, truly appreciate your time. The fans oh, love you. Do you have a Keith Sweat story for me? Keith Sweat? Oh, come Keith on, man. Keith Sweat. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the sweat. All right? I step on stage, girls scream like I'm Keith. People don't know about Keith Sweat. Now, this situation is cool now, but I'm going to just give you some insight. At this time, Jacquees is saying, I'm the king of R&B. Right? So, nah, we're doing the show in Atlanta. Dude. Right? So... Sweats, sweats, uh, sweats not on the show, but I bring him to come out with me, right? So before I get there, Sweat is doing an interview, right? And he's doing an interview, and somebody asked him about who's the king of R and B music right now, and Sweat is answering, saying, you know. I don't know but much about no king. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I've been doing my thing. For so and in the middle of him saying that, Jacquees runs over and says, I'm the king of R&B. Everybody know I'm the king of R&B. Fuck all I saw that. that. In the middle of Keith Sweat's interview. So they said Keith just looks at him, turns around, and walks off. Now, when I get there, I walk in. I'm like, Sweat, what's going on? Man, I'm about to fuck this little nigga up. This nigga don't know who the fuck he playing with. Nigga. I'm like, sweat, no, 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 sweat. Because Nick, people don't know this about sweat. Like, sweat will fuck you up. Sweat can fight. He's not Yo, I, I FaceTime Keith Sweat and he be running 10,000 miles no, right now. Said, no. he, he said, I'm a he said, I'm going to fuck that little nigga up. That nigga don't know who the fuck he fucking with. He need to understand. I said, I said, oh, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 I, I don't think. So I'm running over to Jacquees, and I'm like, bro, what happened? He's like, no, nah, he was talking about some king. I said, no, he wasn't. He wasn't even talking about you. It wasn't about He said, it wasn't? I said, no, nah, he want to fuck you up right now. He, wanna do he said, no, nah, big bro. Nah. He said, no, nah, big bro, I would never disrespect the sweat. I was just saying that I was the key. So I said, man. You gotta, you gotta talk to the sweat man, cause the, the, the sweat want to see about you. And this is this is one time. There was another time where Neo, good friend of mine, all these guys are good friends of mine. Neo was like, he didn't really mean, he didn't mean to say it this way, but they were asking something about him getting older in music, and doing different different venues and being in different on different radios. He was like, this, nah, I mean, I'm saying like I'm still young, like I ain't keep sweat yet. Oh, oh, sweat called me. Say, yeah, I'm gonna have to fuck this nigga Neo up. You know what I'm saying? He don't know. He, he don't. He, he don't know who the fuck he talking talking about. Using my name, talking about I'm old and shit. I tell him who old the fuck old when I see that nigga. We show. Listen, we on a show in Chicago. Keith Sweat is closing. Um, I'm on the show. Neo's on the show. I run to Neo's room. I run. I said, bro, I need to talk to you. He said, he said, what? I said, I need, I need to talk to you. We go in his room. I said, listen, you got to apologize to Keith Sweat. He said, what I do? I said, the way you made reference to his name, 
you made it sound like he was old and outdated, like you mm -hmm. would never be in that space. And he he felt that he want to do something to you. I think I think you should go and talk to him. Ooh. He said, he said, big bro, I, I didn't even know. I, 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 I'll go to. And, you know, Neo went and sat and talked with the sweat and they made amends and everything has been fine. Somebody this just called Keith Sweat the Suge Knight of R&B. Listen, the moral of the story is <laughs> Keith Sweat will fuck you up. And people don't understand, like, I take pages out of Keith Sweat's book. Keith Sweat has two-inch master reels of his music Ooh. in his garage that he's mm. owned. People don't realize Keith Sweat had a label back when artists having labels wasn't a thing. They didn't give artists that. Sweat had his label. He owned his masters. All that Cut Close and all that four or That's five. That's crazy because I was there. I love Cut Close. If all you all, wanna uh, come on now. Really want it. Sing a that silk song. Like... Sing, sing a silk song. Keith Sweat oh, owns the masters. Do... Oh, silk. That's Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. He has he... the master to to make it last forever. The master is his. Yeah, you know, I was in there one day. I, I was at Rock Nation, and I hope I ain't talking too much because they're very private and secretive. But I just happened to walk in Desiree's office um, the day that Jay-Z bought back, not his masters, the two-inch reels Oof. to his first album. So it was a big deal. They were in there like pulling out the two-inch reels, like, yo, that president's, yo, wow. and they was going in there, and I was like, so I know <laughs> what you're saying, that he owns the two-inch, the actual reels. He owns it. Like, he owns his masters. Oh, a lot of the shows we used to be on in big arenas, right? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'd be like I'd be this, this thing sold out. Me and Keith Sweat by ourselves, we do 8,000 people, 7,000 people. Oh, yeah. Maybe a couple openers. And I'm like, this song crazy. And he should be sitting there. Yeah, it is, it's, it's good, baby. This is what we do. Keith Sweat was the promoter of the show. I oh, had yeah. No idea. He was promoting all them shows. I did my birthday, uh, what was it, like three years, two years ago? Thank God, because I didn't get to celebrate last year. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, And I went crazy. I had SWB, Keith Sweat, Floyd Mayweather was there, Tiffany Haddish, everything, right? And uh, But the point is, I threw my birthday on a Sunday because Keith Sweat, you know, he's one of my favorite ever. He was booked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the whole summer, every day. And he was like, look, I'm only open the 24th on a Sunday. That's and it. I was like, yo, Sweat. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker getting money. Like, I was like... I'm telling my crew, like, yo, y'all better step. You remember that shit, Danny, right? Yeah. I start screaming at y'all motherfuckers, like, yo, why we ain't get money like he sweat? This boy on the road Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's Keith, crazy, man. Keith sweat will, call, sweat will call me out of the blue and be like, look, man, whatever movie ideas you got, because I know you're doing your acting thing and all of that, whatever you got, you let me know what you want to do, and I'll fund it. You know, I'll pay for the whole thing and get you. I'm like, Sweat, how much money do you have? That's not, we ain't gonna get it. all into that, babe. We ain't gonna get all into that. No, he got but, it. And uh, let me tell you something about Keith Sweat. He jumped on Atlanta before everybody. So Keith Sweat, anybody. if you talking about you go, people be like, uh, yo, you go to Atlanta with 500000 and have a mansion three acres long. Now, imagine in 88 when Keith Sweat was buying land out there. 
Sweat bought houses, not a house. Yeah. He bought yeah. houses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He bought some shit. That's he, he, I know it. My brother, I love you. I thank you, Tank, for coming on here. Joe, year. I got to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Have you heard the single? No, not yet. What's the name of the single? Can't Let It Show. They told me they was going to send it to you. No, they don't have to. We're going to blast that shit right now. Come on. What's the name of it? Tank, Can't Let It Show. Let's go. Get, get a stone out the fucking building right now. <laughs> you know what to do. Make the neighbors call the cops, goddammit. Tank, we can't get... Tank, what? Tank, what's the name of the song? It's called Can't Let It Show. Can't Let It Show. By Tank. Supposed, Hold up, Tank. Don't go nowhere. Because I got to prove it to you. Did they say they didn't send that email? You, I, I need to know that right now. They were supposed to send that to you. They might have sent it. I'm not professional like that, Tank. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> Don't worry. It might have been my fault completely. I swear to you. you I'll send you a shot of the, of the. I'll send you. Yeah, Uncle Dan can't spell right now. No, Come no, on. no. I'm trying to find it. I just can't find it. See if you find it. Tank can't let it show. So is it out already on Spotify and all Drop, drops to, drop, It drops tonight at 12. Oh, so we don't have it, Tank? No, no. I had them send you the record. Oh, I don't have it right now. What I will do... You were going to get a pre-release. Because it ain't come out. I'll start the show tomorrow, make a movie with it, you know, do my dance, do my ritual. You know how Ellen doing shit when she come inside and start rocking? Absolutely. I swear Absolutely. to God I got you. Can't let it show. And I'm sure, listen, listen, I don't want to get nobody fired. They might have sent it to me. Like, I'm, I'm not professional like that. We, we're all a work in progress, Joe. We all are. <laughs> God bless you, my brother. I love you, Ken. Man, Thanks for having bless me. Bless to you, brother. Absolutely. Peace, Appreciate brother. you, man. One love. Oh, no, man. Your tank. You never know who I know, and you never know. You never know. You never know who's the greatest guest on earth. This week has been so amazing. Tank, let us on some Joker moments that will never be. It, it was so incredible. Lorenz Tate was one of my greatest interviews as well. Um, Tank is, he tries to play it down. He's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. He's worked with Beyonce, Aaliyah, uh, anybody you can name, Jamie Foxx. Um, he is such a living legend. Tomorrow we will start the show off with Tank's single. Shout out to Michael Mann. I see you, Walik. What's going on? Um, let your darkest moments bring your most clarity. And it means if you ever went through something, if you ever been through something and your people don't hold you down, don't be a fool and stay with those people because they ain't got your back. They already proved it to you. Move on. And trust God. Believe in God. Good times and bad times. And I know we get sometimes the shit you say to yourself, Man, when I'm going to go crazy? If you like me, you say to yourself, 
when I'm gonna go, when am I going to snap? When is it much too much for me? Cause shit be happening this after, it's off the fucking charts and you gotta take it. And so I pray to God, that's the only thing I can do, man. Sometimes you just gotta pray. And I pray to God, God, please, my God. Please, these people trying to finish me, God. I need some more time on here. Please, God, they trying to finish me. And so that might happen to you. So do yourself the favor. Trust God, do the good, do the bad. Believe in God. This is the biggest show on earth. If you wanna know what happened in the hip hop community, you come here. Ain't nothing else moving but this. Tomorrow night, I'll be in a special location with my brother, Ted Smooth, in his studio. And we're going to turn the fuck up. They're going to throw us off of Instagram. We're going to start with that tense song, Can't Let It Show. I see my brother Buckwild, D-I-T-C. Uh, you seen that picture I let go today, Throwback Thursday? Seen that young Joey Crack? It's all in the eyes, Chico. The eyes never lie. The eyes never lie. Enjoy. It's the biggest. When it was on one. Oh, my gosh.